Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on July 18th, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just This segment that. of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions. A local advertising agency, Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your Actualized Visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your Actualized Visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions. Your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? I am well this morning, Joe. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, that's good to hear. You know, I was just listening to the intro. Um, I, I love your your alliteration. Live, love, laugh, leave legacy. You know, and I was you know, I was just thinking about that word legacy. You know, and, you know, we have been doing the show. It's going to be eight years next month. Wow. Wow. It's going to be our eighth anniversary. Yes. And when I think back on all of the I mean, we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds right. of guests on the show. Um, right. And, 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 you know, from the South Bay, you know, you know, right. vast majority, except for our uh, – Disaster in America series. Uh, those were people from all over the country. But for all the other shows, um, it's it's been locals, and right. they, they every one of them, every one of them that we've had on, has left or is leaving a legacy. I, yeah. I was just thinking that's pretty damn powerful, isn't it? I'm I'm really proud of of this, you know, this history, this this. Uh, sort of legacy that we've left these shows i hope can be preserved and people can listen to them for a very long time because they they're a snapshot of life here in the south bay yeah yeah it's, yeah uh, and, and and we've pretty we've covered it you know we we've really we i have. mean one end of the spectrum to the other we have covered everything from you know, hot topics and politics. And, right. You know, we, right. we've, we've worked with just about every nonprofit in the South Bay, uh, <laughs> you know, businesses, individuals making a difference, uh, politicians, you know, it's right. just, just we've, we've really, really covered the spectrum on, you know, every, every, every aspect of, of life in the South Bay. So I was just, I was just thinking on that when you said leave a legacy. Well, I'm, I'm pleased that it has, um, you know, sort of rung true and come to pass over time that we're doing that. And I, every time, Jackie, there are times when it's very tough and life, you know, intervenes and it's tough to do the show or get organized for the show. And it's like, why are we doing this? But then we come up with that show. 
that show that I say to myself, right. this is why you do it. Right? Yeah. Yes. 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 That, yes. That, you know, it's funny. We <laughs> talked about this several weeks ago. I said to you, why are we doing this? You know, why, why do this? And then we had that morning, we had a phenomenal show. And you're right. right. That's why we do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, right. you know, leaving that legacy, leaving that legacy. Right. So right. Um, one of our favorite topics in the South Bay, art. Uh, we, yes. have, we, have, yeah. we have so much talent. And there are so many art events happening mm-hmm. all year long. Um, mm-hmm. th- this weekend is the um, the Art on the Lawn in Malaga Cove, uh, which they do mm-hmm. once a month during the summer months. Uh, you know, we have the big CA 101 eg- exhibition every year, which is always phenomenal. Uh, and then we have all of these great art groups, you know, uh, Redondo Beach Art Group, Friends of Redondo Beach Art, Hermosa Beach, uh, Ar- the Artist Collective, um, just, just, there's so much around us. And you know that, um, I've been buying lately. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well uh, we're going to be, we're going to be, um, I'm going to be redecorating, um, in a few months and I'm totally changing the look of our home and I want it to be completely beachy. So for the last, I don't know, six, eight months or so, I've been attending every art show I can get to because, and and I've, I've picked, I bought one, two, three, I think I bought about five pieces so far that are just sitting in a closet for now until I'm ready to undertake this big redecorating thing. So, um, so yeah, so again, one of our favorite subjects and, uh, we're going to talk about that today, right? Right. I'm excited, Jackie. Who's our guest today? Okay, our guest this morning is artist Phyllis Ferrara. Now, Phyllis is an abstract artist focused on acrylic paintings combining plain air, fauvism, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but we'll get that later, and impressionist Hmm. techniques. Now, Phyllis has a couple of events coming up. She's going to be at Barsha Wines and Spirits for a Meet the Artist pop-up event on Thursday, July 25th. Um, The event's going to feature, it's going to display her latest collages and series and it's it's going to be a pop-up. There's going to be a bunch of other stuff going on, um, you know, and you can get wine flights, and there's going to be complimentary bites. Uh, and in addition to that, she's going to have another ongoing exhibition at Kelly Designs uh, starting August 14th, and that's going to be another event with music and raffles and wine tastings and all that fun stuff. So uh, welcome to the program, Phyllis. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Oh, thank you for having me this morning. It is, Phyllis. One of the, I guess the, the 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 primary reasons that the public has such a fascination about art, and of course, art is stands on its own. It doesn't have to be represented, or it doesn't have to be explained. Uh, people respond to art naturally, but one of the things about art is the the cult of celebrity around artists, their personalities, their doings, their lives, and so forth. People are fascinated about the lives of artists. So we want to know more about your life. Where where did it all start? I mean, how early was it that you knew it's going to be rocket science or art? Well, it definitely wasn't rocket science for me. I knew I was an artist at a young age. I've always loved art. And um, in grade school, I always enjoyed drawing, painting, sculpture, ceramics. Mm. Um, High school, I had art classes. But then I think I became more serious when I was accepted into the Pasadena Art Center, College of Design, and I was an illustration major there. Mhm. Mhm. Let's see. So, okay. So that's kind of where it started um and from there I became a textile designer after graduating. It was funny. I was on a beach painting and I met some Italians and we hit it off, became friends, and they said, "Why don't you come to Italy and design fabrics?" So I moved to Italy for about a year and learned the art of fabric design which was experimental, colorful, and um, came back to L.A. and opened my own textile design studio 
showing designs in Hawaii, New York, and L.A. Okay. okay. Yeah. Phyllis, I know for you that sounds normal, but you have <laughs> to understand that for the general public, the idea that you're free enough, you're, you're open enough to what the universe has to offer you, that you could be painting in Catalina and some Italians could walk by and say, some hey, random why Italian. don't you? <laughs> you are random, some random, random Italians. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come, come to Rome and work in textile design. Right. Well, you, you know, at money? 25, take things happen, right? Yes, yes, I did get paid. And I yeah, worked in textile. I loved it. It was so fun and different than anything I had done in art school. It was much more couldn't experimenting. They in, couldn't they find anyone in Italy in or Italy. France? <laughs> what? Well, wow. she did have a studio there, so she did have some Italian designers. Maybe she wanted someone from L.A. Well, we hit it off, and we became lifelong friends. And I've actually taken my kids to Sardinia with them on their sailboat, and so it's turned out to be a wonderful friendship as well. It it, it isn't it isn't I know it's it's very normal when the the relationship started when you met them on the beach was about what you're seeing and what you're representing in your painting, and they were impressed, and they were. Uh, they they were impressed and they wanted to someone with that kind of artistic talent to join them. But this is the thing: people that normal people don't have these experiences or they're not open to them. You could have said, "Oh, I can't go to Rome. I can't go to. I can't leave the country. I've got so many important things going on here. I've got plans. I've got this. Why didn't you have plans here that you couldn't leave?" Well, you know what? This sounded exciting to me than any other plan I would have had here, right? This was, oh, this was yeah. an incredible opportunity to do something like this. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So, so we're talking about the Ferrara uh, Textile Design Studio in, in Rome. Well, and it how, was how Sole Pepe that meant salt and pepper. So that was their design studio in Rome. And then when I came back to L.A., then I opened my own design studio here, and I saw uh, beachwear companies, sportswear, uh, p- companies like Gotcha, Ocean Pacific, Carol Little, mm-hmm. different companies like that. Actually, Gotcha asked us to design their logo, and we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Remember the little fish holding the flag? That was the design they ended up going with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you you also worked with uh tommy hilfiger and tommy hilfiger showed him our collection a couple of times and it would be dragging portfolios of designs and the designers would flip through and they would buy a few nothing uh one so it, it was fun though i enjoyed that very much and so i did that for a few years and then after mm-hmm. that, I, uh, we, I was married, had my two mm-hmm. kids, and then I mm-hmm. started painting abstract in the yard as the kids were playing. I thought, you know what? I need to get back into my art. So that's when I started painting abstracts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. You are an artist. You, you took a break to become a, a, a wife, mother, and... Uh, you said, okay, uh, I'm being a mother, but I, I, I have to continue to be an artist. Abstract. So um, when you think of, of your favorite abstract painting artist sort of hero or, or influence, who would that be? You know, I love Diebenkorn's work. And it okay. was a Van Gogh show that inspired me at L.A. County. I don't know if either of you saw that exhibition. But each room, the walls were painted a different color, and just the vibrancy of Van Gogh's colors, it just I just love the whole experience. So mm-hmm. when I paint today, too, I try to capture, get an experience when people look at my art. Mm-hmm. I want it to be mm-hmm. uplifting and happy paintings, 
and that's what I try to do as a, as a painter. But I've had different series all along as well. So back in the 90s, what doesn't seem so long ago, <laughs> does it, the 90s? <laughs> no, not for me. Uh, I started painting landscape abstracts, and so I would use masking tape and layers with acrylic. I love acrylic. You know, it's funny because when I used to paint plein air, that was an oil paint. And then when I did textiles, that was designer's color, which is a gouache paint. That's, um, mm-hmm. It's water-based, but it could smear. And in acrylic, I love that it's plastic. You can layer it. It's durable. Mm-hmm. So that's when can I started painting. Go ahead, yeah. Jackie. What were you saying? Oh, I was going to ask you, can you ex- explain to us what plein air is? Plein air is uh, when you're outside and it's the natural light. So when you're painting oh. using the natural light, and it's usually the scenes that the plein air artist will paint of the coast oh. or landscapes. Okay, and and I'm guessing is that French, plein air? Plein air? Yes. Okay, and and what the other word that I'm sure I completely mangled, fauvism. Fauvism, and it's artists that are taking art and making the colors much more vibrant than what you would see. So I put that in my in my bio because I love it when I'm doing my landscapes as well. I think I've kind of combined the abstract and. Excuse me. I've combined Mm. my abstract and my realism to just make it much more colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I I mm-hmm. saw the work. Yeah, when I when I I I was sent pictures from your PR person and uh looked some stuff up and uh your your work is very bright and colorful. What I've seen so far. Yes, no, most of them are. So they're 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 happy paintings. I think people get joy or people that collect my paintings like that about the about the work. And um so my so my first series they were the landscape abstracts, and they had a feeling of um, like the cliffs along the coast here. And the titles were like Smoldering Silence, I Need a Vacation, Sanctuary, Beginning Light. So um, they, I don't know, they were a combination of the, of the layers and the illuminating light, and I painted them outside. Mm-hmm. Your your work uh, it has been receiving such rave reviews here in the South Bay, and you it seemed like you have really focused on the South Bay. You haven't really, or or have you extended yourself out to the scene in West Hollywood or or Santa Monica? You know what? I haven't really. No, I've been more here in the area. I should be right. getting out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because she doesn't want to well, get on a freeway, Joe. That's the reason none of us get <laughs> yeah, out Part of it. No. It's it, it's the freeway. It, but really, truly, it is a different world. I mean, it is a world of uh, of difficulty, of of competition. Of you know, I I, I guess I want to say I want to give the impression verbally of backstabbing I've heard from other artists. <laughs> it's really, it's tough. Mm-hmm. People, well, you know, people you know want to be featured in, in, in Beverly Hills and they will fight and do unethical things to be featured <laughs> over other artists. It's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Joe, you make them all sound so nefarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like such a nice person. Obviously, she doesn't oh. want to do that. Yeah, well, no. I, don't, I would love to, but yes, I haven't. I've focused more in this area. Well, right. That, right. a big part of that, I think, is, and we hear this from people uh, every walk of life, all sorts of businesses and causes and stuff, is what what we see over and over and over again, and as I mentioned, eight years doing this show, is that here in the South Bay, there doesn't seem to be that dog-eat-dog competition. Everybody is very 
supportive of everybody else. I, and I've seen that in the artist community here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's not just the artist community. It's it's everything across the board. I mean, one nonprofit works with another nonprofit works with another nonprofit. You know, everybody's buying for the same dollars. Um, so you would think it would be a little more, uh, you know, as I said, dog eat dog. But uh, but but it it's not here. And I think the reason is is because anybody that's lucky enough to live here and work here and not have to get on a freeway is just in general a happier person. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I paid my dues when I did the textile design. I was on all kinds of freeways back then. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> so we are going to be um, enjoying some some of your paintings. Uh, this new um, – this, this is a uh, Barsha Wines and Spirits. Tell us about this kind of connection. How did this occur? that you're going to be presenting at Barsha? Well, I met, it's funny how things happen, but I met this gal, uh, her name is Tamson, and I met her through Shakespeare by the Sea, a gal that was interested in buying one of my originals. And we were talking, and she was. we were talking about her representing me as an artist, and she found mm-hmm. Barsha for me. And I was so mm-hmm. happy because it's hard to do both, to, to paint and uh, promote myself as an artist. And so she suggested Barsha. And when I went in there, I just loved it. I liked the feeling there. They have a nice selection of wines. Have you two been in there? Oh, yes. yes. I know Lenore and, and, and uh, uh, Adnan. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I've known I have, them for we years. Haven't met. Yeah. Oh, okay, we haven't met. And then what, they have a wine club there. So it looked like a nice space to show, to share some of my artwork and so we mm-hmm. hung the show last week. And so I'm excited about it to get some of my work there in Manhattan Beach. Right. Thinking so, outside the box. You're thinking outside the box? Yeah, thinking outside the box. You know, that, you know, that's one of the things I love about the El Segundo Art Walk. I don't know if you've been to that. but I it, haven't been it, to that yet. Okay, so you know how in you know Santa Fe and mm-hmm. San Francisco, New York, they do they do um, art walks, they do gallery like uh, crawls, you know, uh, yes. like uh, like the first Thursday night of the month, you know, all the galleries stay open late and there's wine and cheese and people go from one to the other. Well, in El Segundo, um, what four, six, five, well, gosh, four years ago, five years ago, I can't remember. Um, Holly Socrates, who is a local artist, came up with this idea. She 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 was so impressed with all of the creatives in in El Segundo, and it wasn't artists, you know, with quotes, but uh, textiles, uh, uh, studios, um, uh, you know, phot- photographers. Uh, there were there were all of these creative businesses businesses. Remember mm. Moto mm. Art. Joe, you know, Moto Art would take the old yeah. plane parts and create furniture right. and artwork out of them. And that was such an amazing space, but they moved. I'm so upset about it. But anyway, what she did was she went to all of these businesses and said, can we display art in your space, you know, for, you know, one, one night a month for the three months of the summer. And it, it's what's amazing about it. I mean, the artwork in itself is one part of it, but most of these buildings you don't get to go into. You can't just walk in off the street. You know, they're businesses and people can't just walk in. And, and, and there are a lot of, you know, historical buildings in, in El Segundo, you know, in the Smoky Hollow area um, and downtown. And, and so you get access to these great spaces and you get to see all of this amazing art. So, right. You know, and that's it, on my list. Know, yes, I've I've been meaning to do that. And Asmoa Gallery is so, another beautiful Asmoa oh, Museum. Yeah. There, that's yeah, another yeah. beautiful space. I would love mm-hmm. to have my work in that space. Speaking of speaking of the second El Segundo artwork of the season is tonight. It's tonight. Okay, well, uh, I need from, to be there. Five to nine. <laughs> five to nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, then I'll make there. it a point to be there. Maybe I'll run into you, Jackie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, it, they they put a bunch of colorful balloons in front of every place that's showing. You just walk into any one of them. They have a little postcard map, and and you can do the tour on your you know at your own pace. Um, but it's it's really fantastic. But that's what I mean about thinking outside the box. You know, mm-hmm. so you're I thinking, actually one of my you know, paintings has that title. Oh, 
Well, there mm. you go. Mm. <laughs> because I well, find well, things in it. Thing. It looked like a little box in the painting, so I titled it Thinking Outside the Box. And that's one <laughs> of my collectors who – one of my collectors, it's funny, because when people start collecting, they own a group. So she owns 25 of my originals. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and that's one of one of the ones that she purchased in with her in her early uh, collection of my mm-hmm. pieces. So um, now, and can I you just go ahead? Go ahead I'm go. sorry. Well, no, Jackie, no, I'm ahead. going down a, another one. I, uh, uh, another rabbit hole. Fascinating well, to me, the relationship between artists and their patrons. It's fascinating, I think, to the general public the relationship between artists and their patrons. I'd like to get into that, but Jackie, did you have another point? No, no, no. I was just going, continuing on, uh, you know, the, the lane we were talking about, about uh, thinking outside the box, doing things differently, um, because, um, I, Phyllis, I, I don't know if you're aware, I have a website that is basically a calendar of events for the South Bay, so I get all this information from all of these mm-hmm. businesses doing things like this, so I'm, I'm just very, very aware of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the only point I was going to make, Joe. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, so <clears throat> when when uh, maybe we should do a station break, what I'd like to talk about after the break, uh, Phyllis, is is the relationship between the artist and their patrons. And you have, as you've stated already, you have some very committed uh, long-term uh, patrons that are collecting your pieces and interested in your growth and your history. And, and obviously a patron is going to, you know, some patrons are happy when you change and other <laughs> patrons are not happy when you change. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that too, but okay. um, uh, let's, let's, let's do that after the break. Uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay show. We do this show two times a week every Thursday morning and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Thursday morning is the South Bay Spotlight, where we're going to spotlight some uh, artist or, or business or, or event in the South Bay, the greater South Bay. On Fridays at 8 a.m., it's Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, and we focus on business climate in Manhattan Beach. That that show on Friday is sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber. Uh, we're very proud of that and uh, that relationship. And uh, we hope you can join us for these shows. You can join us live at 8 a.m. on Thursday and Friday mornings, or you can join us via podcast. Your favorite podcast uh, uh, um, source should have our show ready and queued up for you uh, whenever you uh, need it, um, whether you're running on a treadmill or or driving in the Commute car or whatever. to work. Yeah, driving Commute to work. It's to the work. perfect time. Yeah. You can listen to that's the podcast it. on your way to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Android Play or, or Apple Play or, or uh, whatever. So uh, please join us on a regular basis. So, Phyllis, tell us about that. I know – um, you know, I have I have some favorite podcasters uh, in my business that have patrons, and they talk about that relationship. Can you talk about that relationship sure. with patrons in general? <laughs> no, I'd love to. Well, I opened a gallery in Lanada Bay, and that was maybe 14 years ago. So I met. Mm-hmm. That's where I met my uh, collector who owns the 25, and she came yep. in for into the plaza for a, a dental visit and she passed mm. by my gallery and she saw a little sold ticket on one of the pieces and she said, Oh, mm. who, who, who is that going to? And I said, Oh, well it's sold, but if anything changes and she said, well, I'd like to buy that. So from there mm. <laughs> she um, purchased that piece and ended up, collecting over the years and it's funny because she owns some of my horizon lights my sunset series she owns my abstracts and some of my new big um, acrylic paintings that are four by eight feet she bought that Mm -hmm. as a ca 101 and it's funny because she owns so many pieces and she came into that show and she said phyllis i'd like to buy this one i said 
are you sure you have a wall? <laughs> she said, yes, <laughs> I want that painting. So, And Four we have a great friendship now. Yes, wow. that's a commitment, right? And so yeah. and now we've become good friends. Another collector, uh, she was with Noel Furniture, and uh, she started collecting my work. And she has different series, too. So because I have my coastal, my sunsets, and my collage abstracts, along with these large paintings that I'm doing, like I said, that are like four by eight feet. Mm-hmm. Then, um, yeah, there's another collector in Las Vegas, and they bought two uh, condos, what? and they t- put them together. And along the whole back wall, they had light. And light is lighting is so important, I think, with art because mm-hmm. I think it really brings out the illumination of the, my layers and the colors. And so she's, I went to visit, and she surprised me to show me how beautiful. It looked like a gallery space overlooking mm. the Vegas overlooking the Vegas Strip. And she actually took one of my paintings and she made a stained glass out of it, which is interesting because I think my paintings have that quality of a stained glass where the light, you see the forms and the light is coming through. So wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So she took your painting to a person that does stained glass and said, can you replicate this? Yes. (laughs) And I thought that that was really great. That was really nice that she did that. And then mm-hmm. she had it in, like that. right? And that was fine mm-hmm. because she they own like 14 of my paintings. And so she wanted to surprise me with that. And I thought that was a huge compliment to do something like that. I, I, I it, it reminds me very much of the Italians on the beach in Catalina. I mean, yeah. they saw, <laughs> saw, she saw something in the painting that she wanted to replicate in a stained glass window. And... It's because your vision was good. That was she loved that, but now she wanted it in a stained glass window. She wasn't asking you to produce it. She got someone else to produce it, and then she was excited about showing it to you. That's fascinating, right? Isn't that was cool? Yes. Yeah. So that's wonderful. It, oh, thank you. So and and you know what with my paintings also I like when people can find images and there's a surprise in them and I you know I hope I capture the spirit of joy when people look at my art I love to share my work with friends and I like having showings and when you were in you you said you had a uh, gallery was you said Lenata Bay yes so it was I'm, there I'm trying for to think where, 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 over by, <clears throat> excuse me, over by where the, the there's a market there now? Um, yes. Well, there's Malaga Cove, and then as you're on your way to Terranea, it's about halfway in between. Right, Before you right, get to Golden is. Cove. Before you get to Golden right. Cove. And I have a few of my large sunset prints. I also went into the print market, and they're at the Montessori School at the bottom of Hawthorne in Golden Cove by where the Admiral Risti is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I drove by there the other night, and I was pleasantly surprised to see that it was lit up at night, so you could see my sunsets on the the wall. So I, when I was driving in the parking lot, they stand out. They look beautiful there. So mm-hmm. I printed those large. Those are uh, like four by seven, four by eight feet. Mhm. Mhm. So I don't think I can see why there's no really there's no reason for an active, uh, well-regarded artist to leave the South Bay. There are so many venues and uh, sort of uh, you know collectors and so forth in the South Bay. There, there's no reason to leave. And uh, and have quite a good business. Wow. Right, but but it's still important to have the Barsha show, the other show here sure. uh, with with Kelly. Uh, I don't want to be the mm-hmm. best kept secret. <laughs> right. And then every time I'm painting, it's fun to share what I'm working on, and uh, let let my collectors and new people see, you know, what I'm what I'm doing, the evolution of of my. But it's funny because they say, Phyllis, I can always tell it's your painting by the color. 
Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I do have one black and white, Jackie. It's called Brooklyn Bridge. Oh. And that's the black and white. And it's funny because I am going to start doing some more black and whites and grays. So that's my next group i'm looking i'm looking at your bio and i'm you know i'm i must know your work because i've been to pretty much every one of these galleries where where your work has been featured so i've got to know right. it i gotta i gotta go back right. and look at more pictures to see what i recognize okay that sounds good i was at the malaga cove library but that was a while back and the palace Verdes beach club i was the first featured artist there yeah but or the background of TV shows, maybe you've seen my work. I'm in a TV rental program. Oh yeah, it says here. Right? Yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> so maybe How you've seen work? something on a hospital on a on a wall, a CSI or House or some of those different shows. <laughs> <laughs> that is happy. So they they solicit artists for original works for these shows. Uh, well, I found it through a friend of mine, so okay. I submitted my work, and uh, they have prints. They don't have any of my originals, but it's right. kind of fun when right. I'm watching a show and I see something in the background, or someone will call right. me and say, did you know your work, your painting was on the background of this show? That is yeah, fascinating to say to someone, I'm sorry, just to say to someone, hey, you got to watch this episode of House <laughs> at, at minute 45. You're going to see my painting. Oh, I don't like the show, but the painting, the painting. <laughs> it's funny that you yeah, say. It's fun. funny that you say that, Joe. No, it says here that your paintings have been featured on Crime Scene Investigation, The Young and the Restless, Dharma and Greg, ER, The Invisible Man, Twenty Four, Yes, Dear Friends, Medium House. Oh, so you know that's really funny that you say that because years and years ago, there was a, a sitcom that I didn't watch. But what it, like the TV was on one day, uh, you know, maybe I had some free time or whatever. I was flipping around, and right behind the actors, whatever the scene was, was my wall unit. It was oh. the exact same wall unit I had my in my house, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, that's my wall unit!" And I started watching <laughs> the show just to see my wall unit. I started watching it just so that I could, tap, you know, so I'm like, and if anybody was around, I'm like that, and I would call my family, put it on channel whatever. That's my wall unit. Great. Great. <laughs> silly, silly. Right? So we do pay attention to the background. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So, Joe, I want to I wanna read this, uh, this review. Uh, Meredith Grenier of the uh, Daily Breeze uh, gave Phyllis's Colors of the California Coast exhibit rave review, stating her paintings inject a revitalized color and spirit into images of California coastlines. Enter the gallery and grab hold of your senses. They are likely to ignite and explode in surprising directions. She also commented that great art like a Matisse, Kandinsky, or Van Gogh leaves a visual memory throughout one's life. Phyllis's paintings are capable of giving you that same impact. Wow. Wasn't that a nice article? Boy. And yeah. she's a yeah. she's a wonderful woman, too. Yeah, she. I called her out of the blue because I was there in Malaga Cove. And she came in and just loved seeing the collection. And that's what's really cool, to have a collection where people could come in and see a grouping instead of one or two paintings. I really like that mm-hmm. about when, mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm having uh, showings. And I brought light mm-hmm. because Malaga Cove Library, was, it was a dark place. So I brought mm-hmm. in all my own lightings. I went down to Home Depot and uh, my collector friend from Noel, we put all the lightings up and she made it look super professional because she knows that field. And it, it was a beautiful show. So I was glad she came in and saw it and wrote that beautiful article. You know, right. Joe was touching on, touched on it earlier uh, at the beginning of the show about art standing alone and people's, how mm. people react to it. And, you know, we've all, I'm sure we've all had this experience. It's visceral, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you're not Mm -hmm. even, maybe you're not even out to look at art. Maybe you're at an event or you're at a party at somebody's home or you're walking through the mall or, you know, you're not necessarily looking for art um, like I am actively right now. And, And all of a sudden you see something and it stops you in your tracks. 
and mm-hmm. whatever that is. I don't know. What do you call that, Phyllis? What do you, what do you call that? I call that good art. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought there would be some fancy French word for it or something. No, I think, right? Like when, like well, I said years ago when I went to the Van Gogh show or Demon Corn in Orange County or Georgia O'Keeffe, I mean, when you go and you see great art, there's a feeling that you get. I think it just, Makes you feel good. I mean, there's something well, about it. Well, yeah, but but an impact, but not impact, but not everybody has the same reaction. I mean, and and who's you know, it's subjective, isn't it? I mean, what you might call great art, I might be like, ugh, you know. <laughs> but so so it's not. It's so what, what where one painting or a photograph or something might make me stop in my tracks. Maybe Joe doesn't. Joe goes, eh, yeah. and keeps walking, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. That's true. But um, I don't know. When people are standing in front of my art, and it's and it's funny because sometimes they'll pick a certain piece for their home, and then they'll end up getting something completely different because it looks different in the space. So well, that's funny what you said. What do you call it? But uh, well, we, there, yeah, there should be a good a good foreign word for it. Uh, that 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 just listening to the word, not knowing what a, you, you get the feeling. You know what I mean? Mhm. Mhm. We have to. And you know, it's it. interesting because I title my paintings after they're finished, and I'll find images. And so my titles, like there was a piece called Your Move, and it looked like the horse, the chess piece. So I titled it Your Move. So sometimes my titles are like hints of what I see in the painting. But I noticed uh-huh. when I had my gallery, sometimes I would say to people, you know, I see this or I'm seeing this shape or this animal form, whales. I saw another painting that I saw a whale. And then after, I, when I painted the whole piece, then I saw two other whales. So I called it Journey. But a lot of times I I see the images and then I title it. And when people came into my gallery space, some people didn't really want to know what I saw in the painting. They wanted to experience experience it on their own and find their own meanings with the paintings. So, you know, I don't know how you two feel about that, but that's an interesting thought. Sometimes people want to look at the art and, <laughs> and get their I, own. I, I don't. I don't feel threatened by your your reason for creating the work because mm-hmm. I feel that I can always bring my own impression of it. Uh, I can, I can separate the two, but I am mm-hmm. interested. I, I guess in a way I am as interested in the artist and the, the, the production of the work as the artwork itself. For me, like, um, you know, most people look at a at a Kandinsky or I'm thinking, oh, who is that guy? Pollock. Most people mm-hmm. look at a Pollock and they'll say, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, people that are uneducated will look at a Pollock and they will say, oh, a two-year-old could have done that in five minutes. But yeah. I know for a fact, and what's fascinating, that Pollock spent months on some of those paintings, months on a single mm-hmm. painting. That's in I mean, Renoir painted some paintings in an afternoon. It took him an hour and a half, two hours, three hours to create a work that's, you know, considered not only a masterwork, but but full of depth. And and, and then uh, Pollock would spend months on these paintings that other people respond and they say, oh, my God, a two-year-old could take five minutes to do that. So it's really, for me very important to, to think and to, to hear the history of the way the artist created the work that adds so much to it. Sometimes Correct. I look at a, a pop, yeah. you know, it doesn't, for me, uh, Jackie, how, how about you? How, what's your take on that? Well, I, I, I got to go back to what she was saying, what Phyllis was just saying about, you know, I do these works and I see things in them and I title them from what I see in it, but you're doing the painting. So don't you know what's in it? <laughs> no, I I start letting the paint flow, 
and then I see shapes. I'm adding, subtracting to the paint to the piece, and I have maybe five canvases, boards at the same time. So, and sometimes I don't want to overwork a piece. It works as beautiful. The light is coming through, so I'll leave it alone. Like like um, Joe was saying, sometimes, you know, they take weeks or months, and then other times you can have a painting that does come together fast, and I try to leave it where I don't mm. overwork it because mm. okay, well, kind of the painting takes on, a, a you know, a life of its own, so I want to leave it. And with Jackson Pollock, too, he started a whole new um, group of art that no one had seen with the dripping paint, so he started right. a mm. whole genre mm. of art with and I love Pollocks and they're huge they're just incredible when you see <laughs> I, yeah when you I see love them, them when you yeah right and when you see them up when you see them it's it's amazing and that's what's so yeah. great about seeing original art like that who but, who is um, that Jackie who is that art who is that actor I mean there was the the movie called Pollock and oh uh, the lead uh, actor, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Yes, Pollock I love that point, movie. It, 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 he, Pollock at one point, and Ed Harris tells the story about Pollock at one point was painting a painting, and something happened, and he and he just got so furious, so angry mm-hmm. at the painting that he just he said, "I'm destroying this painting. I'm dest- I, I hate this painting. I'm destroying it." And he just started doing things to it. And then he said, oh, my God, it's so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that too much. Actually, I was out painting plein air, and I, and I looked at the painting, and I had my brush, and I said, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm, I think I'm going to go into abstract. So it's funny. Yeah. I, I did change my style up. Um, yeah. Well, it's, this is the this is the thing that I think extends uh, art, the art world, into the world of celebrity. When we find out about artists and their relationship to their work, and their relationship to their patrons, and and their lives. I mean, I know you have a, a family. Can you tell us a little bit about your family? Well, wait, well, wait, well, wait, 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 wait. I'm so, uh, no, I'm sorry. I want to, I want to get to. I'm sorry. No offense to Phyllis's family, but I want to get to the two events. I want, I want to, okay. I want to find out, you know, get some detail on on the on the events that are coming up. Um, so Barsha Wines and Spirits. It's going to be a Meet the Artist pop up event on Thursday, July 25th, from 5 to 7 p.m. Um, Correct. What can what can people expect at that, Phyllis? Um, well, I have prints and I have just a couple originals there, but it'll be a chance to get to see some of my art, and I'd love to meet you know different people that come in, and it, it's a fun evening, like you said, to come to Barsha. So it's kind of a little pop-up gallery. Maybe I'll bring a mm. few extra, you know, pieces along, but um, it's kind of a small show, so I don't have any of my larger originals there. Maybe at Kelly's place the design studio in uh, the hollywood riviera i'll have more of my originals there but it's a good introduction to start seeing some of my art okay so kelly designs tell it's going to take place on saturday august 14th uh from five to eight and um where is kelly designs exactly i know it i can pick you know what i'm not even sure i know it's in the hollywood riviera (laughs) and i think it's the end of august so it should be up on my site, which is phyllisferrara.com. So all the information should be there. All right. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I have. I think I have here the 14th. But they're going to stay up for a couple of weeks. Is that correct? At um, Kelly's. Uh, Kelly's, I have the 24th. At Barsha, they'll be up for a month. Oh, okay. All right. And so Kelly's should also... Uh, Kelly should okay. also be a month, I'm thinking. All right. So so even if they don't make it to the opening reception for either of these, people can still go in after the fact and check out the work. Correct. Or they can contact me through my site, and I'd love to – I'll share my work with anyone. They can come to my studio, or if I have other shows, I can put them on my mailer mailing list. 
Uh, and are you are you regularly um, do you regularly exhibit at as some of the shows we were mentioning? Like, are you going to do CA one hundred and one this year or um, uh, any of the other shows? You know what? I'm just kind of starting to get back into it now. So I've okay. taken a little break and painting and doing some new things. And like I said, I'm working on some more moon uh, paintings and going into black and whites. So a little right. different. Yeah, a little different. Moon? Uh, moon, yeah. I had one moon, a night moon scene, and I've had so much interest in it. And it's funny because that's a dark piece. Um, a right. lot of, you know, ultramarines, blacks, grays. But you see the light of the cloud in front of the moon. And uh, people have loved that painting. But I painted that painting for my daughter. So, And I'll say mm-hmm. my kids now are 29 and 31. And I'll say to them, if there's something you like, it's yours. Let me know before <laughs> <laughs> one of my collectors wants the piece. And so um, that's how <laughs> that's how I do with my art. It was funny when you were talking at the beginning of the show too about leaving a legacy. I hope I can do that mm-hmm. as well with my with my art that I can leave a legacy, and my kids have the paintings that they that they want, unless my collectors have first right of refusal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If my right. kids could afford the painting. <laughs> Right. It, it, it is. It is. Uh, it is a wonderful thing that you can um, create from your relationship with a scene or your relationship with a memory. You can create something of value, but not just monetary value. Your your collectors are not buying something because they think, oh, this will be valuable in the future. They're buying it because they love it. Oh and yeah, they oh, that's want really it. nice. Mhm. Well, that's clear. It's I, I mean, it's obvious and clear the way your your relationship has developed with your collectors that they're not buying your work because they think, oh, if I buy this today, I'll be able to sell it tomorrow and make X. They're not thinking yeah. that. They're thinking, it, oh, I love this. It makes my life, my room, my home, better. Yeah, no, that's really nice, Joe, that you said that, and it's true. And then they'll say to me, "Wow, I just real, I just noticed this in the painting that I hadn't seen mm-hmm. before." So I think it gives them a lot of joy having my uh, my art in their homes. And they'll say things, yeah. you know, from the early '90s or the '80s, that when they bought some of my work, they'll say, "Now, how did mm-hmm. you do that? How did you get that like that?" Or wow, you know, or maybe the frames have changed. Now they want to frame it in a in a silver frame or a black frame. They want to change the look of the frame. But uh, no, it's nice to know that it brings them uh, joy and they and they they like having my art there. Right, right. Um, what a that's that's a legacy of of, of great. Uh, import and and great mm-hmm. proportions uh, mm-hmm. that that and it's a physical know, you, thing it's a physical thing it, 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 right. yeah i agree Jackie, yeah, in, yeah. in a way in a way that you know perhaps like i was thinking recently about the impacts of a teacher and mm-hmm. how teachers are are, are are trying to be people and organizations are trying to honor teachers more in our society. And that can be elementary school teachers, high school teachers, music teachers, all kinds of teachers. But what a teacher leaves behind is very ephemeral. It's very, it's, mm-hmm. it's more emotion and experience. But what you, Phyllis, leave behind is a thing. Yes, I love that. It has that. weight. It has, it mm-hmm. has dimension. It is a physical object that can obviously be, you know, located somewhere. It could be in a home. It could be in a vault. Um, what you Hopefully it's not in a very vault. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> no, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? It, uh, it, it, could, be, it could be passed down. You know, it can go it from be. one person to – it can st- stay in a family, you know. Um, that, that's Correct. A good, that's a good – 
that's a good dis- the way you described that was good. Uh, teachers can leave a lasting impression, but you can't pass on impressions necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. No, that's true. And and um, I was just thinking about that recently. My wife is a music teacher, and she has people that will stop us in the street and go on and on about the impact that she's had on their children's lives. But of course, it's their child's that's wonderful. life. That's wonderful. Well, it's the child's life that the impact was made. It won't extend to the child's children or so forth. Like, right, mm-hmm. right, of course, right. your work could. Your work yeah. could impact But how nice to be stopped in the street and have people come <laughs> up to your wife and say that. Right? Yeah. How wonderful. Yeah. That shows what it a is. great yeah. music teacher she is. <laughs> and, well, so I'm looking at my card. I'm looking at my yes. card, too, and it's art that speaks to the senses. So hopefully that's what comes across when people see mm. my work. Yeah, years and years and years and years ago, when I was in the corporate world, I used to have to fly up uh, to the Bay Area um, once a month for, for a monthly meeting for, with our office up there. And um, I would make a weekend out of it. You know, if I had a meeting on a Thursday, I would I would spend, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday up there on my own, and um, I used to uh, uh, always go to, uh, there was a place, it just, oh gosh, uh, I want to say Monterey Bay, um, and there was a gallery there, and one one weekend I was there, and I was looking around, and I saw a painting that I absolutely fell in love with, and I bought mm-hmm. it, and then mm-hmm. every, you know, few months or whatever, when, you know, I'd have time, I'd, I would go back, and I ended up co- collecting, I think, six pieces of this artist's work, and they still hang in my house today, and I still love them. You know, Isn't I still that stop great? And look at, it, it is. I still stop and I and I look at them. Um, mm-hmm. And um, after I was no longer working for that company, and I had stopped going up to San Francisco on a regular basis, um, I went online, uh, you know, to see if I could start purchasing stuff. And this was back in the early days of online. All right, you know. Um, mm-hmm to see if I could find, and I, and she had passed, she had passed. Mm. And I was like, Oh no, you know, and I was in touch with her daughter and, you know, I got some information. I said, you know, do you have any more of her work that you want to sell and stuff? And, um, but you know, just going back to that point of it's something that will live on, you know, Mm -hmm. she's no longer with us. She's no, she's no longer with us, but I look at her paintings every day. How nice. And that's great that you started collecting her pieces. And, and yeah. that's an awful way to end the show. So let's be a little bit more upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't mean to, to get, you know, uh, maudlin, but um, I, I still have them. I still have the pieces, and I still love the pieces. So maybe that's not so maudlin. No, no, they're maybe yours. Not, but they're they don't... part of your collection. Yes, yes. Um, um, so okay, uh-huh. one more time. One more time. I want to get this out there. Uh, Barsha wines and spirits. Meet the Artist Pop-Up Event. And from what Tamsin told me, there's going to be a bunch of other stuff going on. I guess they're going to have some maybe vendors in there or something or music or, you know, stuff. There'll be food. Uh, they're going to do $15 wine flights and complimentary bites. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's uh, Thursday, July 25th from 5 to 7 p.m. Um, and that will be up on my website as soon as uh, Tamsin sends me the flyer. And then uh, in August, you said August 24th, Phyllis? Uh, Correct. Kelly- Kelly Designs in Riviera Village, Saturday, August 24th, from 5 to 8 p.m., uh, another Meet the Artist pop-up, not a, not a pop-up event, but um, and your stuff will be on display for a couple of weeks at each of those locations, and then, of course, there is your website. Give us give us your website again, or a Facebook page, or Instagram, or does it, give us a... PhyllisFerrara.com 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 Thank yeah, you. Very. <laughs> no, <laughs> none of these complicated well, It's so nice chatting with you both, this, with you two this morning, and thank you so much. Oh, it's our thank pleasure. You. Joe, you got to take us home. What a wonderful time it's been, Phyllis. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You've 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 uh, given us all a glimpse into the the life and times of of uh, obviously a very successful and well-respected artist here in the South Bay and we we hope to see your work can't wait 
looking forward to the event at Barsha Wine, uh, Wines and Spirits on the 25th of July from 5 to 7. And all of your work, phyllisferrara.com. Thank you uh, very much. And, of course, thank you, Jackie. Always thank a pleasure, you. Joe. All right, that's our work. That's our show. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>